please follow as I read from our scripture reading this morning, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 9 through 15. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive others when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. The word of the Lord. And our pastor, Eric, is out of town this morning, and so, like Tim said, we welcome our brother, Osen Duclos, to preach God's word to us this morning. Well, good morning, Central Weston Church. My name is Olson Duclos, and I, once again, have the privilege of sharing the word with you all this morning. Um, and it's not going to be just this morning, but uh, starting next Thursday, would you join me for a five-week class where we're going to be looking at what does the Bible say about white supremacy? All right, we're going to be looking at what does the Bible say about white supremacy? Yeah, we're going to do that. Um, really, really looking forward to it. For more details and to sign up, uh, feel free to, to go to uh, centralwestinchurch.com for more details. Um, and yeah, just looking forward to it. See, hope to see you there. Um, now, as we continue our, our journey through the Lord's Prayer, uh, which is really the, the disciples' prayer because Jesus is, is teaching his, his uh, disciples then and now how to pray. Uh, today, we, we come to a particularly difficult topic. Today, we, we talk forgiveness. Forgiveness. I, I can't even see you right now, but I know that, that some of you may, may hear uh, what we're talking about and, and think that that's pretty straightforward, all right? Someone wrongs me, and I, I pull a, a, a Taylor Swift, and I just shake it off. But then, but then there are those of us who know that it's just not that simple, is it? There, there are those of us who bristle at the thought of forgiveness. There, there may be a, a particular offense that, that comes to mind even, that it's hard for you to forgive, a particular person maybe. Forgiveness is not humanity's default setting. Retaliation is. Or, or uh, to, to suppress the, those feelings, that, that's a more natural response for us, but not forgiveness. 
It's, it's more natural for us to, to explode with, uh, with uh, belligerence or, or de- defensiveness. It's more, it's more likely for us to, to implode um, by stonewalling and having contempt um, for, 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 for the person. But it is much, much more difficult for us to forgive that person. Maybe our, our default setting might be being passive, uh, 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 aggressive, um, but it's definitely not forgiveness. Get this. Did you know, um, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure you've heard of the expression an eye for an eye or two for, for a tooth. Well, did you know that that's actually a biblical principle? Right, like so, uh, it's a biblical principle coming from from the beginning of the Hebrew Bible. Um, and before that, if you took someone's eye, they were likely to take your life. Forgiveness, forgiveness is not our default setting. If if we're honest, for forgiveness, forgiveness may even seem wrong or inappropriate at times. For, for some of us, it's, it's the wounds of abuse. For, for others, it's the wounds of broken re- relationships. And, and for others still, the, the offense was not done to us directly, but, but someone that we love, someone dear to us, and now, now we can't bear the thought of forgiving the, the perpetrator. Have you ever wondered why it's so difficult for us to forgive certain things, certain wrongs? If someone cuts us off in, in traffic, we don't hold on to that for, for days or weeks or years on end. Why, why is it that certain wrongs stick with us? Well, uh, Dr. Everett Worthing um, a psychologist and leading forgiveness researcher helps us put, put, put some words to it. He, he explains um, our response to each transgression uh, de- depends on the size of the injustice gap. He, he defines the, this injustice gap as the difference between the way the offended person uh, w- would like for a transgression, a, a debt to be re- resolved, um, their, their desired outcome, and the way things are perceived to be currently. And, and what, what he's getting at is uh, the, the, the bigger the injustice gap, the stronger our desire is for justice. The bigger the injustice gap, the stronger our desire is for justice, the, the bigger the, the gap, the, the more angry, bitter, and resentful we feel. It's difficult for us to forgive because we want to close that injustice gap. We want justice. We, we were wronged, and it's only natural for us to, to want to make that right. There, there was a, a, a study done that showed that even at equal cost to them, participants of this study, um, participants' uh, pleasure centers uh, 
their, in, in their brain would light up as if they were feasting on chocolate. They, they, their pleasure centers in their brain would light up when they got to punish someone who betrayed them. When we are wronged, we long for, for it to be made right. We long for justice. It, it's a, a very natural and, and even appropriate re- response to, to, to injustice. We want to see the injustice gap satisfied. We want to see it closed. We want to see it filled. We want to close that, that injustice gap, whether the person needs to be punished or the debt needs to be paid, whatever it takes, we want it done. All too often, what, what really repels us from forgiveness, uh, or, or at least makes it more difficult, makes it uh, less, less uh, 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 attractive, is, is, a, is a fundamental misunderstanding of what forgiveness is. Many times we have a fundamental misunderstanding of what forgiveness is. We tend to think forgiveness is reconciliation. It's not. It's not. Uh, reconciliation involves the, the restoration to, to right re- relationship. You and the offender were, were estranged and, and now you are no longer. All right, rest, now everything is good between you and the one who offended you. Re- reconciliation is, is incredible, and, and Christians, followers of, of Jesus Christ, are called to be ministers of reconciliation. You, you cannot have reconciliation without forgiveness, but you can have forgiveness without reconciliation. In prayer, God requires forgiveness of us and not reconciliation. Another fundamental misunderstanding uh, is that forgiveness means that there, that there are no consequences for, for the, for the o- o- offense against you, right? Justice has been perverted and we want to see it restored. We want to close that injustice gap. But, but forgiveness and justice are not mutually I- 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 exclusive. Okay, uh, to, to forgive is, is not to suspend justice, all right? Rather, Worthington um, reminds us that, that justice is intimately connected to forgiveness. And yet he found in his research that while justice narrows the, the, the injustice gap, justice narrows the injustice gap, um, it rarely closes it. While justice narrows the the injustice gap, it rarely closes it. Rather, forgiveness, he found, was able to heal wounds that justice alone could not even reduce. Forgive me if if this is uh, a little too hard to hear for Sunday morning, but... But when I think about forgiveness, um, do you know who, who I think about? 
Uh, I think of Botham Jean, an, an unarmed 26-year-old black man uh, who was in his home eating ice cream and watching TV when he was shot and killed by a drunk, off-duty police officer. How egregious an, an offense. This man was, was in his own home completely unguarded, completely let down. And this officer in, in her drunken stupor saw fit to kill him. Her excuse was that she thought that, that she was going into her apartment and that it was her apartment that both of them was lounging in. How do you forgive that? She took him away from his friends and family. She snuffed out his life before it even began. How do you forgive that? Should you forgive that? Botham's brother, Brandon, uh, publicly made the the decision to offer the, the, the former officer forgiveness. Uh, and I would argue that he did way more than offer her uh, for, for forgiveness, um, as he didn't even want her to serve any prison time. So that, that is beyond forgiveness. This received international uh, recognition. You may have heard of it, but, but that was back in 2018. And since then, a slew of names have been added to the ever-growing list of black and brown bodies being snatched away from their loved ones unjustly. So, so you, you can imagine when Brandon made, made the, the, the decision to forgive his brother's murderer, uh, many people from the black community were pretty upset with his decision. There, there, there was a sense that, that his forgiveness uh, de- de- diminished the, the injustice she brought on his family. You, you may or may not be uh, aware that, that a common racist trope uh, is, is that black people are, are more inclined, more, more d- d- disposed to forgive their offenders. Th- this is used uh, as an excuse for, for the offender's abuse akin to the, to the black people have thicker skin myth. It's fair to ask, Lord, even this? Is God's intention that our forgiveness be used to abuse us? Ha- has Jesus called us to a life of passivity? I would argue that there is nothing further from the truth. Here in, in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus does something really incredible. I'm going to, I'm going to read the, uh, I'm going to read verse 12 um, and then uh, verses uh, 14 and 15. Um, 
see how he connects this to, to who God is and, and how God is. And forgive us our debts, reading verse 12, and forgive us our, our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Uh, do you see what Jesus did there? Uh, th- this is the only part of the Lord's Prayer where Jesus involves us as more than, than the one who's praying the uh, prayer. He is explicit here. He requires that we pray for, for forgiveness consistent with the forgiveness we ourselves have given other people. This is how Jesus says we should pray. If you are familiar with this prayer, uh, think of all the times you, you prayed these words without thinking of the weight they carry. Father, forgive us in keeping with, in accordance with, the forgiveness that we have given others who wronged us, who are in debt to us. Well, there, there are a few things here uh, for us to, to look at. First, first, notice that Jesus acknowledges that people have sinned against us. Jesus acknowledges that people have sinned against us. There, there are people who owe us for the wrongs they have committed against us, period. Even the language of debtors, right, while it might seem cumbersome, is actually getting at the fact that there are people who are indebted to us. Have you ever said, like, oh, oh they, they owe me that much? They owe us for, for offenses that they have committed against us. Jesus acknowledges that, that we have been wounded. And many of us profoundly by, by, by the relationships in, in, in our lives. People have wounded us and the Lord sees that. He sees us. Second, the, the, uh, the second thing we, we see in this uh, text is that, that, uh, is that the perpetrator is not the subject matter. The, the perpetrator is not the subject matter. The father in our relationship to him is. See, uh, for forgiveness does not even involve the, the perpetrator here. The word translated forgive uh, means to release, all right? It means to, 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 to release. Um, as in you decided to release the debt that was owed to you. This does not mean that you are reconciled with this person. This this does not in any way diminish the offense made against you. Rather, you are deciding that the perpetrator will not live in your head or in your heart rent-free. 
You are, you are not keeping a ledger waiting to collect what is owed you. You are releasing that debt that they owe you to the Father. Leaving the, the offender to have to answer to the Lord who is holy and just. Do we not see God's justice? Uh, do we not see God's justice perfectly satisfied in Christ? Humanity sins against God with utter contempt for who he is, and God forgives, God forgives us for our sins, but that alone could not satisfy his justice. That alone did not close the, the injustice gulf between us. No, God's justice was satisfied on himself in, in the person of Jesus Christ. See, for forgiveness is, is only part of the story. God's wrath had to be satisfied on the cross. His wrath had to, had to be satisfied, and on the cross, his wrath was exhausted on, on Jesus in our stead. This is how far the Father goes so that justice is not perverted. You can trust that he will handle your, your, your hurt, all right? Uh, think, think of it like, like a bank account, right? That, that, that ledger, that hurt ledger, that hurt bank account, God will handle that. You can release your records of wrongs done to you. What is owed to you, to your heavenly Father. In doing so, you are leaving room for God's justice, and he will not fail. He will not fail. Forgiveness boils down to one thing, to trust. And do, do you trust the justice of God? If we are honest, we, we know that neither ourselves nor, nor the systems of this world that we live in will satisfy the, 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 the injustice gaps we endure in this life. When we release the burden of, of unforgiveness, we, we must release it to our heavenly Father because his justice is complete. It is without error. It is holy. Let it go, but let it go to the right source. It's not, you're not just saying, oh, oh, well, people can treat me this way. That is not what is happening here. No, you are entrusting the justice to the Lord. You are entrusting your justice that is owed to you to the Lord. The wrong way either, either neglects justice or, or is de de destructive. It, it, um, and, and it is de destructive in the pursuit of justice. Destructive to, to self, um, to, to the one who, who offended you. De destructive really to everyone involved. But forgiveness, forgiveness is between you and the Father. 
And yet you are the primary beneficiary. You are, are the primary benefactor. It is not about the offender at all. Third, uh, notice, notice Jesus ties forgiveness to our familial re- relationship w- with our heavenly Father. Uh, the, these words are, are for those uh, who have a relationship with the Father. For forgiveness is both imperative to our relationship w- with, with God and, and implied in, our relation, in, in the relationship we share. It's an imperative um, in our relationship with, with God in that God commands this of us, um, but it is also implied in the relationship that we share. Forgiveness is something that we share with our Heavenly Father. It becomes our, our birthright. It's what his family does. It's what this family does. Uh, my, my foster and, and adoptive uh, parents know, know uh, they, they know this well. When, when a new kid comes into the home, they, they, they bring their own experiences, their, their own expectations. And you as the parent, you, you have to, to share the expectations of this family. This is what this family does. Right? I had a friend of mine who uh, she, she was used to, to loving on her daughter. Um, and then when, when uh, her stepdaughter came into her life, the, the uh, stepdaughter came with all of, this, all of this baggage and all of these other expectations and, and, and did not do touch, did not do relationship, did not do lovey-dovey. And, and she had to set down the, the, the new rule, the new order of things. In this house, we hug people. In this house, we love each other. Forgiveness is what the, the, father, the father's family does. It is what the family of God does. And, and we're not earning God's forgiveness here. Rather, Jesus is illustrating that, that forgiveness has a transformative uh, e- e- effect in our own lives. All right? uh, he, he, is, he is saying that there is a direct correlation between the forgiveness uh, received and the forgiveness given. We don't forgive to be forgiven. We are forgiven to forgive. We are forgiven to forgive. Forgiveness is, is the correct response to forgiveness. It's, it's the only logical re- re- response to, to what's been done for us. Have you ever heard of, of the saying, um, hurt people hurt people? Well, forgiven people forgive people. Forgiven people forgive. So if, if these things are true, 
Um, first, that, that, that Jesus knows that, that people have, have really wounded us. He knows and sees that, that people have really wounded us. And, and secondly, that, that forgiveness has nothing to do with, with the, with the uh, perpetrator, um, but it's between um, you and God and, and is for your own good. And, and if thirdly, forgiveness is inextricably uh, tied and linked to our relationship with our Heavenly Father, then, then what is God really asking us for? I believe our Heavenly Father is asking us to trust Him with our hurt. To trust Him with our Hurt. Forgiveness boils down to one thing. Trust. Not in the offender, um, but in God. Not in, in yourself, but in God. Not in the systems of this word, in this, uh, not in the systems of this world, not in the ju- judicial system or the, the, even the ecclesial systems, but in God. Trust God with your hurt. Trust God with your, with your pain, with your sorrow, with the offense that was made to you. Trust God with your hurt. Now, in, in order to, to trust God with your hurt, there are three things, three things that, that you must do. And, and these three things, uh, you, you, that, that the, and these three things that you must do, um, you must do them as often as you need to. All right. So number one, we need to acknowledge your hurt. Acknowledge your hurt. Jesus does, and so should you. We we, we are not invincible, folks. And, and, and we are not ragdolls um, made to, to just be trampled on and dragged wherever. No. Acknowledge, acknowledge how, how hurt you are by, by the offense that was made towards you. All acknowledging your hurt does is cause you to, to confront your, your humanity and the humanity of the one who offended you. So number one, acknowledge your hurt. And then number two, uh, you need to process your hurt. You need to process your hurt. Talk about it. Write about it. Share it with, with, with a trusted counselor. Counseling is incredible. It, is, it, is, it can be essential to the healing process. So no, number one, acknowledge your, your hurt. Uh, number two, process your hurt. And then number three, surrender your hurt. Surrender your hurt. Confess that, that your hurt and the offense is beyond you. What, what confession means, um, confession simply means saying the same thing that God says. All right. So, so confess that, that, that you were hurt and, and someone did something wrong to you and it is beyond you. You couldn't stop it. You, you, it, it's beyond you. You couldn't, there, there, there's nothing that you could do to, to avoid it. 
and you can't change it. And then, um, so confess that your hurt and your offenses is beyond you, and then go to your heavenly Father who loves you and who loves justice. Trust that, that, that he is holy and will not allow justice to be thwarted. He gets the last word. And if you do these three things, if you do the, these three things, if you, if you acknowledge your, your hurt, if you process your hurt, and if you surrender your hurt to the Father, I, I'm telling you, you will find forgiveness, excuse me, you will find healing even from the deepest of wounds. And if not, if not, you'll be drinking the, the bitter poison of unforgiveness, expecting it to harm the one who offended you. Forgive and forgive again. It's a process. It's, this is not a one and done thing. Here, here we are offered the, the, the opportunity to reflect the grace that we have received. Forgiving others because we have been forgiven. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we, we, we come to you. We come to you with our hurt and our pain, knowing that, that there, are, there are people who have, they have wronged us, Lord. Some of them are, are, are close to us. Some of them are in our families. There are people who have done us wrong. There are people who owe us. But Lord, if we are to hold on to that debt, Lord, we will miss out on the healing that you long for us to have. So though we are powerless in and of ourselves, we, we ask that you, that, that, that you would strengthen us. Strengthen us and, and, and give us the, 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 the wherewithal and the power to make the, the decision to forgive, to, to release the debt that is owed us. Give us the power to release the debt that is owed to us. Entrusting it to you, knowing that you, that, that you are not a man that you would lie, that, knowing that, that you cannot be, be, be thwarted, Lord God, knowing that you can, cannot be be, be blocked, Lord. Your justice is perfect and it will, it will come. It will be done. And it is, it is beyond this world. Lord God, may we, may we entrust ourselves to you, knowing that you are holy, that you are Father, and that you are good. Amen.